0: We are sponsored by Raise Energy. Powered by the enhanced refresh technology, Raise Energy delivers with a performance enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com, Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout and you'll receive a generous discount. (music) As always, D. Hodge, but you guys already know that on Instagram and Twitter at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. If you're listening on iHeartRadio, just hit that add button and subscribe and give us a five-star review if you would. I get tired of saying this every week because I feel like you guys should be doing that. But anywhere you're listening, just hit the five-star review, please. Give us one. It helps us grow On the podcast I'm gonna calm down I'm gonna breathe in breathe out like my therapist says breathe in breathe out okay so you're listening to this on Monday the 18th of January this is the day before my birthday and also the podcast's birthday Um, so I think this week Um, It's just going to be a normal week. I I would usually do something, but, you know, it's Corona, COVID. So I can't really do that with COVID that much um, these days. Hopefully it'll get back to normal. And also on Wednesday the 20th is when Joe Biden will be sworn into office and Kamala Harris as well. And so we'll see how this this new era, this new decade this new year of next four years of presidency works for us and to see how Joe can possibly fix the COVID not going to say he's going to do a great job I don't know we don't know until he gets in office we just understand his 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 plan his hypothesis of what he thinks is going to happen so yeah but look I'm done yapping, I'm done talking, I, I've kind of shortened these, I used to go 15 minutes on these, but you guys, I, I can see the um, analytics, and I know you guys kind of skip through all of this and go straight to the interview, so without further ado, let's go over right now to the introduction for today's guest on the podcast. Alright, on the podcast today, we've got Ashley Amber. Ashley Amber is a singer, songwriter, she's here, she's here, she's talking, we're talking about love um ashley's love for hocus pocus and we get into talking about the sequels and stuff like that you're going to hear this session that she has with the mob and all the documentaries of the mob she watches and 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 the mob museum she just enjoyed also we're going to talk about getting rid of terrible people in america and about columbus being a terrible guy and what's the point of celebrating columbus day if this guy killed people and so We chat about science, and we chat about Bill's nice thoughts on the Ark and the thoughts of dinosaurs existing within humans when when humans were alive. And she was on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and she talks what she thinks about Ellen's controversy about Ellen basically being a jerk. And you're going to hear what she thinks about that. Also, she was on a plane with a major A-list actress. She was watching her movie at the time and actually stopped in the middle as she was going to the restroom and chatted with this A-list star, figure out who it is. And we chat about the age of success and and, and how that progresses as you get older. Playlists, documentaries, movies, TV shows, Netflix, anything and everything right here, right now on the podcast. Without further ado, let's go over right now to Ashley Amber. (音楽) Music I'm doing a bunch of business and meetings here, and I have none of my normal setup, so I'm hoping you can see and hear me okay.
1: Uh, yeah, I can hear you great. I can see you great. Um, okay. I'm just gonna make sure that my lighting is good on my end as well. Okay. Um, but so you're in New Orleans right now.
0: I am. I am. I but I do live in Mississippi, so yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: how how long are you gonna be in New Orleans?
0: Um for the next week maybe i think i'm coming uh, yeah i think i'm leaving uh next wednesday next thursday something like that
1: okay cool well um i must say i love your um your southern accent that you got going on there
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to lose it i'm trying to lose it so much
1: oh but why it sounds great yeah but
0: it doesn't really sound professional does it
1: uh yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, people with Southern accents can get away with it. Just it sounds more polite, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess um, so. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people with British accents, you know, they can get away sure, with it a little bit. Right. Okay, cool. I think I'm good to go. Okay. So let me just switch to video here. Hello. Can you see me all right?
0: I can see you just fine.
1: Okay. Luckily, I kind of did my makeup earlier, otherwise we would not be able to do this okay do you prefer sideways or long ways does that look okay does too?
0: it hey, it doesn't matter it works out either way comes out great on video either way whatever you prefer
1: mm-hmm. i prefer this way If that's
0: okay. yeah you can see your hair that way
1: yeah let's, let's do let's <laughs> let's do this one okay cool awesome i'm cool. rocking uh like a t-shirt today okay,
0: okay so where, where are you, you? las vegas
1: I'm in Las Vegas currently right now, but I'll be back in Nashville um, next month.
0: Okay, so you're so, so you're currently from Nashville. You just... Um,
1: I'm actually from Thornton, Colorado. Actually,
0: okay.
1: Um, but I do all of my studio recording based out of Nashville, right. and then uh, I bought a condo here in Las Vegas because uh, it was gotcha. like a really good investment property. So eventually, I will buy a property in Nashville. It's just no, it's not really the greatest time. <laughs> uh yeah. due to COVID and all that fun stuff. So no,
0: I got you. I'd like to apologize for my background. This is not my normal studio. The the, the oh. people that I'm doing these meetings with put me up in an apartment, and it's like I have none of my stuff here. And I was like, oh man, I got to find the perfect place to do it. So I'm just no. sitting on the couch here.
1: It's it's totally cool. I'm like I'm super casual, super laid back. I just kind of go with flow. So, um, so yeah, no, don't even worry about it. And I actually really like. Is that orange or is it red behind you?
0: I think it's orange, honestly. I think it's because, orange. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, I okay. think so. Unless unless I'm colorblind, but I think I see orange.
1: It looks like an orange red to me. We'll go with that. Yeah. We'll go with
0: that. <laughs> orange red paintings on the back.
1: Okay. Cool. Awesome.
0: So take me through your normal day routine, like, and I know this is a weird way to start a, a podcast or an interview, but it, take me through your normal day if you just have a free day to do. From, you know, from six o'clock in the morning to midnight the next night. What's your free day look like? What are you going to um,
1: do? An off day for me? Well, it definitely is not going to start at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to start more like 9, 10 a.m. probably. Uh, and if I'm just like, if I'm doing nothing, like nothing music related and like staying away from my phone, staying away from social media, I would wake up, I would make my coffee because I love making my own coffee. It's nothing fancy, just regular coffee. Well, what, kind of, what
0: kind of coffee do you drink? Um,
1: right now I have – I just tried this new coffee um, from Sprouts. It's. Okay. Um, I'm actually not sure. I'd have to go look in my cabinet. But it's a hazelnut vanilla flavor. And, okay. of course, I got my pumpkin spice. Um, sure. Uh, creamer from Starbucks, (laughs) and uh, so I'll wake up and do that, and then I'll just kind of hang out around the house. I'll you know sit outside on my um, porch. I have this really cute, um, very like patio, uh, with like curtains and like candles, it's really extra. And uh, then I'll probably like binge some Netflix. I can definitely get down on some Netflix. Uh, that's if I'm doing nothing music related, but usually if I'm doing music related, I wake up, I'm usually on my like phone right away, responding to messages, seeing what time I need to post for the day, seeing what platforms I need to post. I try to post different things on each platform unless I'm promoting like a new single or a new video or something like that, then I'll post on right. the same thing on all the platforms. And then um, you know, I talk with my manager, like my producer. I'll usually I try to write a song uh you know, I went on like 14 days straight of writing a song. So I wrote 14 songs in 14 days. So um, I'll try to write a song at some point during the day. I'll definitely try to go to the gym, uh, you know, work out, stay healthy and, you know, practice and just all sorts of stuff. So there's always something going on because once you release a, one song, then you got to gear up already to release the yeah. other one because you need like you know, for at least four weeks in advance before the new song comes out to make sure like your publicist has everything that they need and all that stuff. So it's just, you know, being an artist is fun. There's never a dull moment. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But there's some down moments though.
1: Yeah. And in those down moments, I'm not going to lie. I really love to binge watch TV. So I'm, <laughs> it's, it's probably not the best. No, I, in the world. I, I'm
0: I'm the same with you because I, I keep, I have all the Netflix and all that stuff, but I keep cable at my place just because I like to watch, like, TV land at night and drift off yeah. to, like, two and a half men or friends or something like yes. that. And here at this apartment, they have none of that. They just have Netflix. Okay. I, I love I love The Office. But yes. it's like, that's not my go-to-sleep type of show. So, like, I didn't right. sleep. I slept probably three hours last night. It was just like a uh. – your mental anxiety is like, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't hear the King of Queens going in the background. I don't hear two and a half minutes. I can't go to sleep.
1: Absolutely. And it was,
0: it was, and you're going to make fun of me. A lot of people are, but I had to look up the theme songs on my phone and listen to it as, <laughs> as it was go, to, to go to sleep. And, and I'm, you did not. I'm 100% amazing. honestly, 100% true. That's 100% true it's uh, so amazing. Luckily for HBO Max, they have Friends and, like, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So I think I'll be good tonight. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh,
1: Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I love that show. It's such yeah, a good show.
0: And that's one of those shows, you know, that can st- – well, I don't know if it could stand to today's teen show standards like it could back then. Like, I wasn't alive when, you know – I was born in 98, so I wasn't born when all the great 90 shows were coming out. yeah. But, I'm an old school, I like 90s country, 90s, you know, the, the, the classic rock stuff and the TV shows are where it's at for me. And it's like, I don't think today I could watch a TV show as many times over as I do like Friends or, 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 you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Full House, all those type of things.
1: Oh yeah, no, I actually, I totally agree with you. Um, like Friends, Full House, um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, all of those shows, even like Seinfeld, um, all of that stuff. Like I'm a huge fan of those shows. And don't get me wrong, the new sitcoms, they are there are some good ones. They're okay. But yeah. you know, it's, it's I don't know, it's just not the same. And just like you said, like nineties country, like late nineties, early two thousands country is a country that I fell in love with.
0: Right, so, right. Yeah.
1: And I and I and I kinda
0: uphill. I, I kind of make that up a lot. Like not make it up, but I bring that up a lot because it's like a lot of people are like Garth Brooks is my country. And it's like Garth Brooks is one of my all time favorites. But when I was growing up, Garth Brooks took a break. He was no longer on the yeah, scene, so it was absolutely. like for me, Blake Shelton kind of took that role okay. in my life. Honestly, And you know, it's yeah, like absolutely. It was one of those things, and and I don't know. It's just it's just a weird time we where we can actually go back. Because think about if we were in the '90s, I don't think you could watch anything from the '70s unless you probably bought like a what a, like a DVD or something like that. I don't think they had anything like that.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, we have we're so fortunate and like today's time to be able to get all this like throwback stuff that we can watch yeah. just at our, you know, just at our fingertips, literally, you know, because everything now there's there's just sections that are like 80 sitcoms or 90 sitcoms yeah. and, uh, you know, whatever uh, sitcom classics and you can just binge watch, you know, whatever you're in the mood for. So it's technology is. Pretty awesome right now. So
0: what are you binge watching now? You mentioned Netflix a few times.
1: So uh right now I'm watching uh I'm almost done with the um Haunting of Bly Manor, I think that's the name of it. Very Halloween uh spirit. Right and uh but on Netflix I have binged Scandal, I have binged um let's see here, vampire diaries, the originals. Um (laughs) I've Binged. I just watched Julie and the Phantoms. Like, I watched that in one night. I'm a fan of those, like, coming of teen dramas. Uh Um, So I watched that because it's very musical. And uh, the girl, she's only, like, 16 in the show. Like, and she's actually 16 in real life. And she is phenomenal. Like, I'm just so impressed by her vocal ability, her acting skills. Like, just I was just like, who is this girl? Like, so I was just, you know, supporting... And uh, yeah, and then I've I've watched all the Marvel movies in sequential order. I uh,
0: <laughs> that took some watched. time, huh?
1: It did. There's 23 of them.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, right, I, I watched. I'm a big Marvel superhero fan, and and I I watched it from the first Iron Man when it came. Well, before that was like the Spider Mans and the Sam Raimi ones.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which yeah.
0: I consider Tobey is my Spider Man, by the way. But I I remember watching them when the first Iron Man came out, all the way to the conclusion of Endgame. Right. I remember, I remember that movie being a wreck for me. Like me and my brother, oh. we'd watch them together, and we were sitting in the theater crying together. It was just like,
1: oh my god! I uh, know, <laughs> and that that scene, that end scene, because I'm a huge Tom Holland fan. I love yeah. Tom Holland as a new Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. oh. I he's actually he's actually my favorite Spider Man. Right, right. Like I grew up with, you know, well, he, and all he that stuff.
0: Fits, I think he fits the bill more than the other two did, but I can exactly. say. I, I can see what you're saying, that.
1: Yeah, but like that scene when he, you know, like when he disappears and he's like, it just like
0: and it, and and Tony
1: Stark <laughs> is right there, and you could tell he just feels so bad. You're just like, oh my god, what happened? And uh, I mean, it's just yeah. I'm well, a huge Marvel fan. I just think it's so cool the way they film them. I think it's so cool the way they do all the animation and all like the special effects. Like it takes so much work just Mm -hmm. on the costumes, like everything about them. I'm just obsessed with those types of movies. I just think they're fantastic.
0: You know, what got for me was and spoiler alert here for guys that haven't seen either of the new Avengers, you should go watch them. But (laughs) anyways, but like you said, like when in the, in in infinity war, when Spider-Man disappeared, you know, didn't know where he went. They died technically. And then the end of end game where Tony snaps his finger and dies while holding Spider-Man. It's just like, oh my God, what are you yeah. it's like, what are you doing to me, Russos? I can't take it anymore, man. It was, it was, and it was, I, I said that was probably the best superhero i have ever seen, but I think I kind of hyped it up a little bit because after I rewatched it, I was like, you know, this is a little slow towards the beginning of it. Yeah. You know, it was, you didn't know where it was going because what they did to Thanos in the beginning, you're just kind of like, right well that was a short three hours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know it was like what are we doing now
1: yeah yeah was- no absolutely i agree i agree so great
0: though so i guess i'm assuming since you're watching that haunted of whatever because that's a sequel to the 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 first haunting of whatever right
1: <laughs> is it haunting of billy something
0: I, I, don't, I don't know
1: i'm i'm actually not sure i, I, just I can look it, it just- up real quick it popped up on my, um, you know, cause you know how Netflix, like when there's something yeah. brand new and it was, I think it was in the top 10, uh, or it might've been number one at some point. So that's why I watched it. And I was in the Halloween spirit and, uh, Haunting you know, just of finished. Bly Manor. Yeah. Ha- Haunting of Bly Manor. And I think, I think I'm on episode six right now. So is, is and they're it, like full episodes.
0: Is it worth like giving it a watch?
1: Yeah, it's really good. The acting's really great. Um, yeah. You know, and they did it really clever because you kind of start off like, what is going on? Uh And then you kind of figure it out, but then they like completely switch it up. And then all of a sudden, there's all these like flashbacks and stuff, and you're like, yo, what is happening right now? And then yeah. you kind of like are getting like filled in and, and, and what's going on and stuff. So it's, it's very good. It's, it's really great for the Halloween spirit. Like it's a perfect thing to watch right now for, you know, October, in addition to some hocus pocus and some nightmare, Be- <laughs> you know, nightmare before Christmas, all that fun stuff. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Isn't it weird how? You know, us as Americans, we consider Hocus Pocus to be the go-to Halloween movie.
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. I, that movie's brilliant. Like.
0: No, I'm I, I meaning weird in a good way. Like, like, uh, of all of the, the Halloween movies, you go to that one, you know?
1: Right, I think because that one is just so family. Like, all the, sure. you know, Friday the 13th and, um, you know, Jason's whatever those yeah. movies are called. They're just, you know, they're only for like a certain, you know, age group. Whereas like Hocus Pocus is very family. And uh it's just such a feel good, you know, movie. And it's and come on, Bet Midler. When when she does <laughs> I'll put a spell on you. Right, right. you are mine. And then you have them, uh, you know, uh Sarah Jessica Parker in the back, like, you know, doing the background vocals. And you know they're gonna do an anniversary for that. They just announced it. Um I thought
0: they're already in you're talking about I thought they had already done one a couple years back.
1: Was, no, that, was that not right? No, uh-uh. So they're doing an anniversary because uh, I think it'll be it'll be 30 years or something like that. Okay. Yeah, it'll be 30 years uh, okay. coming up uh, in a couple years. It'll be 30 years since it came out. And all so right. they're going to do and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Bette Midler, they're, they're all coming back like that. Uh, those the original ladies are coming back. So I'm super. So excited. what are they do? definitely be there?
0: Are they going to do like are they remaking the movie or are they just going to do like a like a live event I guess?
1: I that I think they're going to do a a continuation of the movie um there's they haven't fully announced the script and things like that, but they just announced yeah. that they're definitely going to do an anniversary, and that the original ladies are coming back, so I just got super excited, I was like, yes,
0: well, that's interesting because I haven't seen that, and I was talking to uh not a name drop here, but I was talking to Jason Marsden. he was on the podcast a couple of
1: yeah
0: he played uh the cat Thackeray Binks on hocus oh, Pocus, yeah yeah, yeah and. and- this was last month, maybe a month and a half ago, and, and he didn't even know – no one had even told anybody that there was going to be any type of new movie or reunion. So it was kind of – I wonder if that was in the works when that was happening where it just got announced that quick.
1: I think so because um when I, – because I, ju- I just watched a movie the other night, and it, like, literally was trending. Like, that topic was trending okay. at that point. So, it could be it could be a new thing, or I could be totally wrong. I could just be making stuff up right now, <laughs> but no, I um the article said that the three ladies were coming back, and uh, anyways, yeah, I just think it's exciting. They're not gonna film until next year,
0: right, yeah.
1: yeah, so it's 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 a while before they film. so
0: yeah. I know what Tennessee is like with the corona, but what is Vegas like? And I don't want to bring that up and talk about it the whole time, but it's the biggest yeah. elephant in the room right now.
1: No, absolutely. You know, Vegas is back to normal. I mean, of course, we're wearing our masks. And, you know, a lot of the casinos, in order to go in, you have to get your your, temperature checked right there. And, uh, of course, they have hand sanitizer everywhere. They have sinks up everywhere. Um, uh, Things are to limited capacity to somewhat. But where was I at? I was just at one of the casinos uh, in Red Rocks, which is just right down the street from where I live. I live in Summerlin. And um, it was packed. Like, it was I was like... Wow. I was like, weird. I don't know if anybody's social distancing anymore, but yeah. I'm guessing
0: yeah. it was
1: probably still under capacity, you know, cause the casinos are at half capacity, but it was really, really busy. I was really surprised. Um, but you know, things are, you know, they're not quite the same performances still aren't happening. There's are smaller shows or like duos and things like that, but there's still no Cirque du Soleil. There's still, there's still no big shows yet or anything. It's, yeah. it's not going to be coming back until next year.
0: If you're into, like, very horror-esque type of things, one of my good buddies, Zach Bagans, has a haunted museum down there in Las Vegas you should check out. Really?
1: Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. He uh,
0: has, like uh, – he has the, um, the original Annabelle doll from, like, the Conjuring movies uh, that it's based on. Uh, and it's like, there is no way I'm going to walk in, into that building and come out the same right. dude i it as. You know? Oh
1: man, no, that would be really cool. I love museums. I actually just went to the Mob Museum here in okay. uh, Las Vegas, and it was it's right downtown by Fremont, and uh, it was so well done. I love museums. Like I, when I was in Ireland, I went to the Titanic Museum because I'm a huge fan of the Titanic and yeah. history. I just
0: I just went there actually as well. So this is kind of very remembering to me. I went to the one in um, Pigeon Forge.
1: Oh, cool, cool, cool. That's awesome. Did you like it? Uh I mean
0: for, for to be truthful this is like my second third time going so I kind of okay. knew what it was about but right. which I think they add things every year or something like that
1: Probably what I liked about the one in Belfast is that's where it was actually built that's where the Titanic was built okay. So I got to stand you know where the Titanic was built you know back in the day and they had these amazing replicas and um, it was just really well done. And the building is, is uh. based off of a compass and based off like the coordinates or something of like where it sank. Um, so it was, it was just, I, I loved it. So the mob museum had that same kind of feel like it was very, very cool, very well done. You could tell they got like artists to put some of these pieces together within the museum. So it was just, I just, I loved it. And I learned some really cool things about the mob. They're yeah. you know, <laughs> kind of scary. Um, but you know, 100%. You you can't knock them for their um creativity <laughs> yeah. um, and you can't knock them like these are these are people that you know didn't go to college and you know were you know typically high school dropouts and stuff like that, but they had this massive you know underground you know illegal you know communication thing where they were teaming up with each other and you know from Cuba to d c mm. and d c all the way down to you know you know california southern California, and you're just like how did this even happen you know these people that work you know quote unquote uneducated but mm-hmm. able to and you know millions of dollars in and alcohol, you know smuggling and just all this stuff that they did like i'm just like y'all y'all are creative like what you did was not okay but like i'll, I'll give it to you guys on of,
0: of on all creativity. the things about that's fascinating about the mob the one thing about the mafia or whoever you want to call, them, they have some loyal people in that group. Oh yeah, like
1: Thank
0: you know, you. it's just like, yeah. it's just like you, you you're gonna leave me. Well, that's fine. I'm gonna have 15 of my guys hunt you down, no matter where you're at, and you're going right. to get got. That's just like right. That's yeah. loyalty right there.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It was crazy. It was it was really fascinating. So I like to do stuff like that in my spare time too, and uh, when when I have time to you know educate and. Learn some new things outside of you know just the music industry.
0: So, are you kind of like a history buff, history nerd?
1: I do. Uh, history is my favorite subject in school, yeah. and uh, so I I love all things history. And lately, during this time, I've actually been uh, researching into my family lineage and oh. learning more about the history of my family and like where we came from, and you know, like where my you know why I'm so musically inclined and things like sure. that. And just learning some really really cool things that I you know never knew and uh, excited, you know, to learn more. And I'm trying to stem my lineage back as, as far as I can too. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: Two questions about history. Um, yeah. One, what's the most fascinating history type of story that you've heard that you're just like, okay, that's kind of interesting.
1: Um, I mean, honestly, there's, there's so many, but I, I'm, I really like Egyptian, um, the Egyptian culture. Uh, it's one of my dreams to be able to go to egypt and i know it sounds crazy because i've i know people that have gone they're like yeah like you go see the pyramids but like you can see like all the americanized you know like kfc and all the other things (laughs) right across the street and i was like what that's not even fair you kind of think it's like in the middle of nowhere um but i really like that but um you know my favorite I wouldn't I don't know if I'd call it my favorite topic, but I actually won an award when I was in like middle school, like eighth grade for my paper on studying the Holocaust.
0: Mm. Uh, I think
1: that's a it's a very um eye opening and, and very, very sad um you know, time in the world. And uh, you know, there's some really, really crazy things that I learned for that. So I really like that type of history and kind of diving into those types of facts and things like that. And um yeah, when when I have time, I'm not going to say and say that I do it all the time. But yeah, I, I watch a lot of documentaries and stuff like that as well to kind of help uh, educate myself and you know feed the palate.
0: What is one history subject or story that you learned throughout your schooling or just of reading, but then you realize you do further detail that that's probably not the truth?
1: Um. Well, if I'm gonna be honest, um. Something that we, in my schooling, because of where I grew up, um, I didn't grow up in a very diverse area. So I actually didn't learn a lot about black history at all. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I had to do later. They kind of touched the surface on some things. There's some really, um, I mean, they, they, don't, they don't really touch on anything. Like, like mm-hmm. they don't really dive into anything. Um, so that's something that was a subject that I learned a little bit about. And now that I'm an adult and especially with like current events, I've Mm -hmm. taken time to kind of start digging into that and start studying things and learning where certain terminologies came from and learning where, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, people came into America, like what the origin is and, and things like that. So that's something that I've really, um, as a kid, again, touched on, but now as an adult, like I'm actually really learning about it. I didn't, I didn't really learn anything about it back then, which is unfortunate. Yeah,
0: it, it, for me, and I don't want to answer the question, but I find it interesting that Napoleon was not really a midget, I guess you could say, or a little person. He was yeah. actually just like five foot nine. It was just how right. the people, and it was just like, yeah, and also like Christopher Columbus that was not a good dude at all. So why do no. we have Columbus Day?
1: It's well, like, now, man, they, it's... now they call it um, Indigenous Day.
0: Okay. I didn't so, know
1: that. Yeah, they, they changed it to Indigenous Day. Like, if you look at your your like, your like calendar and your phone, it'll say Columbus Day. But then right under it, it'll say Indigenous Day. Like, that's – so, yeah. They're, they, they're kind of –
0: We should change – we should sort of petition called What a Bastard Day – uh, <laughs> j- just because it's just the guy killed people man the guy was
1: nuts yeah he slaughtered just <laughs> entire you know communities and stuff like that it was uh um, yeah tough. i mean back you know back then you know i mean that's why a lot of that's why I kind of organized religion and you know things like that really you know took hold because there's nothing to really hold the people accountable back then they just did whatever they wanted and, um, you know, it's really interesting to see, like, when laws start getting put into place and, like, when, you know, people, you know, started taking action and things like that. Like, it's, it's really cool to see. Um, I mean, it's sad when you, when you look at what happened, but then you see the progression of, you know, kind of how they put those laws into place to change it. But it's a shame that it only took until recent events kind of to get rid of some of these people in history that were terrible. I mean, yes, he discovered <laughs> America or whatever, but, like... He's but, he didn't, but he did it. But he did exactly.
0: What, he did. He didn't even do it. He didn't even discover. What did he discover? Like um uh, what? Uh, I can't even think. of the, Whatever the country is called, us, what he. It wasn't even America. Yeah. It was like what, do
1: you, uh, I, what are you? What we doing yeah. here? I don't know. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it's interesting there, to. There's a, a lot of
0: things. Stuff. There's a lot of things. I don't want to say the government, but a lot of things that they're hiding that they know we're gonna find out sooner or later. So, like,
1: yeah.
0: like, like that alien thing when they just announced, like, oh, yeah, UFOs are real. And it was...
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, but uh... The,
0: I, yeah. But you've but you seen how they released the news. Like, during the biggest pandemic of all time, it was like, oh, they're just going to bypass it. And a lot of people didn't even know about it. And it's like, that's what they want you... That's what they're trying to do here. I, right. I don't understand what... <laughs> Man, it's
1: yeah. yeah. actually I feel like I just watched a documentary on that, like something of the fifth kind or something like that. Okay. Um yeah, I can't, I can't remember what it's called. I've seen so much stuff lately that sometimes I have a hard time remembering, but uh yeah, no, it's it's really strange how they do certain things, you know. I just Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's it's so, it's it, it's it's weird because it's kind of sticking with the history subject. It's like, I'm, I'm trying to get Bill Nye, the science guy on. Like I'm, oh, that's wow. one of my want to get I'm not big enough for him, but at least I've gotten a reply back from their people. And it's yeah. like, Oh, here we go. But it's, it's interesting to me because I grew up in a Christian family, believing in God, and you know, and I don't going really to guess you read stuff, but like the stuff people say, you're kind of thinking about it. You're like, well, hang on that. Not not saying I don't believe in what I believe in, but it kind of makes sense a little bit. Like his thoughts on like the ark. Like he's he was saying, okay, so if this is true, which I do believe happened, just I, I do believe happened. But his point yeah. was, if this happened, how come there there are no fossils of buffalo? There are no fossils of deer. There are no dog. He said because they're gonna get to higher ground, and I'm like, right, yeah, that makes, and then. The guy saying that, you know, there's dinosaurs above the ark. There was no dinosaurs on the <laughs> ark. Are you kidding me? There, dinosaurs did not live in the same era humans lived in. That's that's a no. whole different Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: absolutely. Oh man. No, I agree with you. <laughs> it's, it's
0: oh man. We're gonna we're gonna get on a rabbit hole. And I, and I don't wanna do that because yeah. I do that's, that all I do that all the time on these podcasts. I just I just chat and, and I know a lot of people no, it's some exactly. people don't Some people don't like when I just chat and they just like, I want to talk about my stuff and get off. And so it's like, Oh, what do I do here? You know?
1: No, it's actually, it's, it's really nice. Um, I, like I said, I never know what to expect with like podcast and interviews and stuff like that. Cause I also don't like to know like what people are going to ask me in advance. I like to just go with the flow and have good because
0: I don't like pre writing questions because I feel it takes the truthness and the realness out of the podcast because I agree. If I sit here Look at my phone. I'm not going to be listening to you talk. I'm going to be like, okay, well, she answered question one. Let's go to question two, question three, question four. Yeah, I, it's just. eh.
1: Uh. Absolutely, and it, you know, if both parties are connecting, you can just go with the flow and yeah. you know just see what happens. Absolutely, some people do need scripted, you know, questions. I've had a couple interviews where I'm like, oh man, this is oh, a rough man. one. <laughs> don't even,
0: don't even ask me. I, I oh, had. Can
1: only imagine.
0: I had one one time, and this is the same re. I have two, actually. One, the guy was pestering me. Man, I love your show. I want to come on. I want to do my music. And this is not bragging by any means. It's just I was like, sure, okay? Send me over your stuff because my only rule for the podcast, if I like you, you're going to come on. If I think you're terrible, you're not going to come on. I'm sorry. It's just – Hey, that's fair. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just like you had to decline people and then you're like – to be nice about it, but this guy just kept pestering and pestering. I was like, your song sounds okay. Maybe if you release it, it would be good. Sure, come on the show. Oh, my God, Ashley.
1: Oh, was it that bad?
0: I would say, so tell me about this song. I don't know, man. It just came to me one day in the car. It was like six... A six-word answer. And I'm like, you expect me to go answer. It was like... I was kind of being addictive. So because I'm like, you have to give me something. I can't just right. And 12 minutes in. And I asked a question. It was like one answer. And I said, okay, talk about your new song. We're getting off here. It was, it was rough.
1: Oh man. I can, I can only imagine. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean I've, I've seen those types of things happen or, you know, I'll, I'll be getting interviewed by somebody and I, I recently did an interview like where part of the conversation was about the weather and I was like is this really happening right now like the weather like <laughs> yeah. um, you know so it's I, I totally understand I, I get it so no, kudos to you for being again so um, relaxed and so conversational it's, it's really awesome
0: yeah I want to know I'm going to tell this quick story I want to know if you've ever had this type of um, interaction with a person <laughs> I had this guy on he I'm not gonna say his name I'm not gonna say his name I want okay. to but I'm not going to I, okay. he, he pisses me off that much because the guy has a TV show I was a fan of the TV show and I scored the guy on a podcast I respected his wishes and got 30 35 minutes out of him instead of my normal hour hour to 30 right and I've respected your wishes you know and then he went on this sh- this this show Um, initials J-R-E. I don't know if you know what that is. It's a podcast. Um, Joe Rogan. He went on Joe Rogan. And he was announcing that he had made this thing and made a discovery. And I hit him back. I was like, hey, man, want to come back on the show for 10 minutes? I know you're busy. Come back on. The guy had the nerve to tell me that my show was too small for his big business.
1: Oh, man.
0: And I'm like, okay, yeah the fame has went to your head sir
1: yeah that's that's unfortunate <laughs> well and
0: then it was bad and then i would i kind of used some harsh words. i was kind of like well screw you and i hope your show doesn't get picked back up for another season i was <laughs> i was immature i was immature but i was also kind of offended uh, a little bit
1: yeah no it's like you're
0: small at one point as well there's someone that always gives you a chance there's that one person you know
1: absolutely and we all need that chance you know what i mean yeah. like um, no, like I don't turn down any interviews. I say yes to everything. Even if there's only like two people that are going to be on the live stream, like <laughs> I still say yes to everything. I mean, sometimes I'll prioritize. Like if I know I have a bigger interview, I'll be like, Hey, I can't do it this day. Like, can we do it this day where I know I don't have anything going on? Oh, scheduling. right? Um, yeah, but like, I, I say yes to everything. And, and, and like I said, most of the time I don't even know what I'm getting into until I'm actually in the interview, like, and I'm like, oh, that's what we're, okay, cool. Let's, let's do it. Like, yeah. (laughs) Um, because I, I always look at it like with your show, however many listeners you have, if there's one person that listens to this and like likes my music and likes my personality and becomes a true fan, then it's a win-win. Um, you know, because
0: other people don't look at it that way. It's like, you're like, well, I don't have one person, but I'm going to use that for an example. If there is one listener, that's one extra person that is going to know. But a lot of people don't look at it like they're like, you need to send me all over your stuff. You need to send me, you know, um, your ad revenue. You need to send me this and this and this. And I'm like, you know, I don't really want you on that bad. Right. And it's like, yeah. oh, man. it. Th- that's the point where you get like, I say this, and it's like, if I become – a big podcast or like my plan is to do and branch off and just be this big production company that focuses yeah. on movies and TV shows and music I'm going to take that chance to inter- to take any interview that I can no matter if I'm a millionaire billionaire or a broke hobo on the street I'm going <laughs> to take it because yeah. I know the grind and I know the fight
1: absolutely and that's amazing we need more of that and I think there are a lot of people like that but we we all know that fame and yeah. you know like <sighs> it's it's a it's a battle it can definitely get to your head and um you know it's hard to stay humble if you don't have people on your team that are you know keeping you humble um i like to keep people on my team that will tell me stop being a diva and who are going to tell me like right to my face and so i can be like oh man okay check myself cool and then like move forward
0: that's like they kind of like the people you go. i want you to be 100 percent honest and they say well that song sucks and it hurts your feelings you're like well screw (laughs) you i don't want you here anymore but then you're like right maybe maybe it's not good
1: maybe maybe it does suck maybe it does suck maybe i do need to you know watch what i say or how i say things like honestly i think i think that's important it's not easy getting told the truth but it's important to be told the truth because that's really the only way you're going to grow like you know a lot of people This kind of off topic but because i no, don't really know we, the whole we, situation we haven't
0: even been right. on topic so right. go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so with the whole ellen you know thing that's been going yeah. on and all this stuff going on it's 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 i'm not saying that she's not in the wrong uh, i don't know her i've never met her so i don't know Um, and I do know that like when one person comes out, then everybody comes out and, you know, sometimes it can be just the smallest thing, but I feel like sometimes people forget that, you know, somebody like Ellen is still just a person like everybody else. So she's going to have bad days. She's going to say things that she doesn't mean because we've all been at the airport at the lady, you know, uh, you know, running the ticket who wants to charge us $200 for our bags. And we get upset, be like, it's only a pound over. Like, Mm. why are you charging me? What are you, you're telling me that I can have two 50 pound bags, but I can't have one bag that's 51 pounds. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, you know, we all have those moments, but when you're just a regular person, nobody cares when you have those moments, but when you're somebody like her, somebody does care and it could have been that, you know, she's been doing her thing for a long time. She probably didn't start off that way, but it developed over time and maybe nobody kept her in humble or kept her in her place for certain things. And well, then she became a habit, you know,
0: Here's my take on the Ellen thing. She has so many people around her every single day. Yeah. And I kind of use, because she came out and she said, I have not been the nicest person. And yeah. I look at it as, so you're saying Ellen DeGeneres gets 20 hours of sleep a night, wakes up, at 8 o'clock in the morning. Hey, I'm ready to go. She's not normal and sometimes fights sleep and can't get one hour. It's like she is a person. You're going to have a bad day. I snap exactly. at people. You're going to snap oh, at people. Yeah. She's going to snap at somebody else again. Because for one thing, that's her show. She's running her show. She wants Absolutely. it a certain Like me. Somebody's How hey, you're going to do your show this way. Uh, no, my show, doing how I want to do it. You
1: Absolutely. It, and yeah. you know, it's
0: like it, Steve Harvey kind of did the same thing. He was kind of, he said, from the five minutes that I'm walking from my dressing room to the stage and from the stage to my dressing room, nobody talked to me and it's like you're a jerk steve harvey that's 10 minutes that he has to himself he may not have another 10 minutes for another 10 days
1: right and yeah, it's just
0: absolutely yeah the, the ellen the ellen Jenner, people just take all that stuff out of proportion because what if it would have been me the manager too. at walmart you know <laughs>
1: nobody... she's not worth
0: she's not worth a hundred million dollars so it doesn't really matter
1: Exactly. So I, I'm, I still am a huge Ellen DeGeneres fan. I, Me you do. know, I love her show. I, I think, I, you know, and I always look at things. You know, I always try to get the biggest, the bigger picture. And being an artist and being somebody who, you know, has performed in places where then after you're off stage you can't go anywhere without people knowing who you are. And yeah. you know, let's be honest, like. I go anywhere and people know who I am. I can't hide. I I don't blend at all. So, and it, it, it can be hard when you're like, oh man, I just, I really just want a coffee right now. And it takes you an hour and a half to get one. And people just have no sense of, um, like bound, like, oh, she's eating. Maybe I should like, just let her eat instead of like coming to have like a 45 minute conversation. Um, you know, so it's it's one of those things that people don't realize that. And if if we're having a bad day, or maybe we had a bad performance, or maybe we're not feeling that well, we might not be at our best, you know, and people, but people forget that, you know, that we're people too. So I think that's why I'm so, I, I'm so sympathetic and empathetic to a lot of, you know, performers that do have bad days. And I'm like, she had one bad day, like Ariana Grande, like, she had a bad day. Like, I'm not saying that she didn't what she said is right. But like, you know, if it was, you know, your daughter at the grocery store, nobody would care. It's only just because it's Ariana Grande. Yeah.
0: I look at that two-sided. I look at it from both sides of the coin because I'm like, A, you're a celebrity. You knew. You were signing That's up true. for it. You knew. Yeah. But then I'm also like, they probably didn't know they were going to be that big. Like, kind of like um, Arsenio Hall. He was big for a certain point. Now he can probably go around and do whatever he wants without having thousands of people on him. Right,
1: you know right. And you definitely, you know, you definitely hit the button on that one. Like becoming a celebrity, it, there's there's responsibility that comes with it. Right. And you know, you do have to be a lot more censored on the sure. things you say, and a lot more censored with things. So I'm I'm the type of person that now I'll just kind of let other people have my battles for me. I'll be like, so, like, my manager, if I'm like, no, I don't want to do this, blah, 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 he'll be the bad guy. And then I'm just, like, be like, yeah, thanks, it's so great to work with you guys, like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, I'll let other people fight, like, those battles so I don't have to be, like, the bad guy in certain situations. Um, So, yeah. Well, I think it may –
0: I don't want to – and I do this, and I I wonder if you're the same way, like, I don't want to be famous, but I want to be successful. Right. Like Dwayne Johnson is famous to me. Kevin Hart is famous. That's yeah, that's famous. I don't want to I want to be where if I want to go get something to eat, I can go and it's just right. I I just want to be to the point where they're like, hey, that guy did something for himself.
1: Right. And not,
0: oh, my God, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do it. You're gonna. It's man, it's.
1: No, I totally feel you. I, I want both. I mean, being a, being a singer, you, you kind of, well,
0: kind you kind of not. Right. Like, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And with what I'm standing for and you know, what, you know, the project that we're working on and the amazing people I have like behind me, you know, it's so much bigger than just me. So, um, you know, I, I have to take all of, like, I've already processed that and been like, okay, like this is what could happen and this is what I'm, I'm gearing up for the biggest of biggest. So I, I have to make sure that my decisions are based off of, you know, that. And so um, it's, it's hard, but you know, again, it's like you said, it's what we signed up for. Like when we want to become an artist, you want to become an actor, you want to become, you know, that, that, that type of, you know, um, celebrity on that type of influence, that type of platform. It again, it is, you know, it's what we signed up for. There's no way around it. Yeah, and
0: then I, I have, well, I don't really, I follow the rules of when you're supposed to talk to celebrities and when you're not to. Like, if they're with their family or when they're eating, don't go talk to them. Right. But if they're just freelancing around the park with their dog, hey. Absolutely. D- don't start a 15-minute conversation. Like, the most respectful thing to do is go up and say, hey, Ashley, just want to let you know, big fan. And then walk away.
1: Absolutely. Like when I met, um, so I met I met, um, Kate Winslet on. One oh of my wow! Flights. Okay. Yeah. So it, we were flying to Alaska and our flight was on hold and I was flying first class and, um, obviously she's flying first class. Um, but we were like, we were waiting and, um, like I had gotten upgraded on the flight and so we were waiting and, um, the pilot's like, Oh yeah, guys, we're, we're on a delayed, we're waiting for some VIPs. Cool. And nobody's paying attention. I'm watching a movie. And the funny thing is, is I was- actually Well, hang on a second. That. Hang on.
0: I, I got a question for you. Yeah. I've never flown in my life. So VIP, is that just saying actually VIP people, very famous people coming, in? Or is that a part of a ticket?
1: No. So that they, I had never heard that before. Okay. Because like, okay. I, I had never been on a plane with like celebrity celebrity before. And so they met like VIP, like they met like gotcha, somebody of high, gotcha, high gotcha, status gotcha. too. Because most most planes would never, like if it was me that was late. They're like, nah dude, it's you better get the next cares. fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whatever. Whereas Kate Winslet and her family, so they're like, nah, she's a VIP guest, so you know we'll wait for her. So I'm just watching the movie. It was like an hour delay that we were sitting on the plane. Wow. So I, I was watching a movie. I'm used to flying. I'm used to all kinds of delays. So I'm just like, cool, whatever. I got my headphones on. And the funny thing is I was watching The Holiday, which stars her and um, Cameron Diaz. So I'm watching the movie. I finished the movie. Um, we, we're finally in the air at this point. We're flying, blah, 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 blah. I didn't pay attention to who was coming on. I was just watching my movie. And then I get up to go to the restroom and I wasn't really paying attention to like the, the sign that, that had like the red on it. I should have, but I wasn't paying attention. So I get there and I'm like, oh man, the door's like, you know, somebody's in the bathroom right now. Mm. And so all of a sudden this British voice comes out and it's like, she's like, I absolutely love your hair. I would try to do a British accent. Wow. But I don't want to offend anybody. Like, I don't want to offend anybody with my British accent. While I was in this British accent, comes out like, I absolutely love your hair. And she's like, you are absolutely beautiful. Like you are, wow. you are stunning. And, and, and I was just like, oh, like, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate it. Like, how are you today? I had no clue who she was yet, right? So, cause you gotta keep in mind, like <laughs> when I met her, she was holding a baby. She mm-hmm. had like a, like a jacket with, with her hoodie up. And then she had one leg on the wall. Like she was super comfortable, right? Like she, she was just chilling. And so I, it didn't click who it was. And, um, all of a sudden we're just in like a brief conversation. Cause you know, I'm just waiting for the bathroom Like you wait, what, like a minute, you know, minute and a half tops maybe. And so we're having conversation and all of a sudden she says something and I, I don't even remember what she says because I remember just looking at her and being like, this woman looks familiar. And so I said, I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. But you're not who I think you are, and she's like, "Yes, I am."
0: <laughs> wow! And I
1: was like, "I was like, oh my gosh!" I I literally was just watching the holiday. She's like, "Oh, I can't believe that movie's been ten years." You know, with her British accent and blah blah. blah. And I was, and all I said, because I could. I mean, she's
0: you she had a full blown conversation, and I she had a started conversation it.
1: Conversation, and she started it, and. And when I realized it was her, I could have been like, oh, let me go grab my phone. Let me go do this and blah, blah, blah. I didn't do any of that. I was just like, I said, I'm a huge, huge fan of yours. You literally have made my entire year. Thank you so much for your kind words. And I wish you and your family an amazing vacation. And then I went to the bathroom. And then when I got done, like. I didn't talk to her, like, even though she was right there on my way back, like, I just went right back to my seat and like, went back into motion, but it was just one of those things where I'm like, man, this is Kate Winslet. And if I make a deal out of it, everybody on this plane is going to know that she's the VIP that we're waiting for. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to cause a scene. She's just chilling right now. So Well,
0: here's the thing. You could have uh, asked for a picture. She couldn't have denied it because she started the conversation
1: right she did but you know this the phone was at my seat so i didn't want to go grab it and then come back and make a big deal out of it but i get to say that i've met kate winslet and you know hopefully one day she'll my song will pop up on her spotify playlist and she'll be like hey i remember that hair that's a girl she probably won't remember but that's a story that i'll get to remember
0: (laughs) do you think celebrities have like they have to pay for their music like like for example like Kevin Hart or Dwayne Johnson, do you think they have to pay like a $10 Apple fee or do you think, because a lot of them do get sponsorships, but like if they don't, uh, are they doing it because they're, have so much of a big of a net worth?
1: I think, I think that like regular people, I I think they're paying like a monthly fee, just like anybody else. I, I mean, it's $10, Kevin Hart, they're all worth so much money. Like,
0: Yeah, but they're also, put
1: the $10 Apple fee, but they're, I don't know. That's actually a really good question. I, I don't know. Like, does Beyonce pay for her Spotify? Does she even use Spotify? Beyonce probably doesn't. She probably uses Tidal.
0: Now, I wonder if it's like Netflix. Like, Adam Sandler has like this $500 million deal with Netflix. And I'm pretty sure he gets a free Netflix for life. Membership? Yeah, membership. Right. And I wonder if it's like, if you because they have like Apple Music uh, exclusive or Spotify exclusive. And I wonder if you're on that, do you have like a lifetime membership?
1: I don't know, but I'm going to let you know. How about that?
0: There you like, go. That works.
1: The, <laughs> the next time I come on, I'll be like, yo, by the way, i got Spotify for life.
0: <laughs> so what's the weather over there like in Las Vegas? Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: It's actually really nice right now. It's like 80 degrees, like 80. I think it was 85 today. It's like perfect weather. You don't even need to put the AC on. Like That's how perfect the weather is right now.
0: I'm reading this book and this book this this, this is gonna read, lead to a question um okay. it's called David and Goliath and it's about how regular people can fight their battles doing a different way like the book it states that the reason Goliath called on a normal person to come was because he thought it was going to be his height and in his armor and he showed it showed up to be little tiny David and David had his little you know, threw a rock at him and just hit him with a slingshot. You know it was like David could have fought with the armor and the sword, but he found a way around it and so my question right. for you is, where was the problem that you had? You could have faced it one way, but you turned around and faced it a completely opposite way, like what's your David and Goliath story
1: um well i I mean I've had a lot of those actually. Um, my trend, if you look at like my history pattern is I get told no, and then I figure out a way like to move forward, maybe in a different direction. So when I was like 19, I was signed to an independent label, for example, but they kept trying to have me do music that I didn't want to do. I didn't want to sing R&B. I didn't want to do hip hop just because I look a certain way. It doesn't mean that that's the type of music that I, I wanted. I grew up in Thornton, Colorado. Everybody listened to Top 40 and everybody listened to country. That's what people listen to. So when I became my own person and had friends and you know, listening to the music that they're listening to, that's what I was exposed to. So that's mm-hmm. what I grew up singing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, this isn't really for me. And then I kind of stopped, but instead of stopped singing, instead of just giving it up, I, like, I had to figure out how to keep going, right? And, um, so then I discovered musical theater of all things, like how many country singers say that have like a musical theater background, probably not many. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I have a massive musical theater background because I had to figure out a way, how can I still keep performing and still keep singing and still do what I love? Cause at the end of the day, what I love is to sing. I love to sing. Mm-hmm. I love to perform. And so how can I do that? But how can I also get paid to do that as well? And so I discovered musical theater, which then led me to like doing, you know, party bands and being the lead singer for that, which then led me to cruise ships where I was in the cast and doing more like pop stuff and not having to do musical theater, still very staged, still very presentational, but more pop style singing. And then that led me to putting together my own show. And it took me two and a half years to put together my show, and when I got told no, instead of being like, "Oh man, well that's it," I went back to the drawing board, and I was like, "Cool. Well, how can I rework this? How can I remarket this? And like, how can I get it to where the where they have no choice but to listen to me, and they have no choice but to see me?" Um, that's kind of been the cycle. And even with country music, um, I've always wanted to sing country. It's just. I didn't think i could because there wasn't any representation mm. and finally i just got to a point where i was like you know what i'm not gonna let i'm not gonna let that be a crutch like i'm not gonna let that be um you know what's holding me back is because i don't think i can make it just because of what i look like i'm i'm gonna say screw that i'm i'm just gonna work as hard as i can so i'm gonna make sure that my my social media numbers are good. I'm gonna make sure that my branding's good. I'm gonna make sure this, this, and this. So I'm gonna, I'm going about it a different way. Some other artists might be able to just like, yo, here's my music, here's a hit song, and they'll be like, cool, great, let's sign you. But I, I know that I have to go about it a different way. Like I have to make sure like my numbers, my streaming, I'm building a proper fan base. Like I'm doing all this stuff, stacking, stacking, stacking. Um, you know, to to get that opportunity. And so, I would say my whole career has kind of been kind of in that like having to learn to adapt and kind of be a chameleon to you know uh eventually get to exactly where I've always wanted to be which is
0: right in other words you know where you want to get there and how you want to get there
1: yeah absolutely and um it's it's been a crazy journey but I wouldn't have it any other way I mean I've had the opportunity to travel 70 different countries and perform in multi-million dollar theaters in front of hundreds of thousands of people, you know, averaging about a hundred thousand people a year that I'm performing for. It's not your typical road of performing, but look at all like the knowledge and experience that I've gotten to be able to headline my own show, to be able to know what it's like to have an audience at the palm of your hands, to know what it's like to have an audience not at the palm of your hands, that the audience be like what is it show? Like, can we get it over with and you have to learn how to adapt and you have to learn how to be on the fly and i wouldn't have that any other way because it now it's just going to set me up for success when i when i do get the opportunity to you know maybe open up for carrie underwood or you know dan and shay like who knows um but the thing is is i'm ready for it because i've already had that experience and mm. so i and i again didn't go about it the normal way i just kind of had to find a new way to go about things in order to get me to where I am right now.
0: I kind of have the same mindset that you have is, you know, going to get there when you want to get, well, I don't really necessarily think you can do the when, but you kind of have the path and the, and the, in the set list of where yeah. you want to go. And for me, if I have to struggle for 15 years, I'm fine. Like, yeah. And because recently, I haven't really talked about this on the podcast. I don't think I've ever talked about it. Uh, I was approached with doing a radio job, and they were like, I love your interview skills. We want to have you on. And I was like, I, wasn't th- I was not I thinking, oh, this is great positivity for the podcast and the production company. I can get it all out there. Right. I mean, that was my first thought. I know that was selfish, yeah. but it was like, look, here we go. This, is, this could be it. And then they were like, well, here's the thing. We want you to write out all your interviews. We want you to do this and do this. And I'm like, well, you don't want me for my interviews. One, if you want me to change it. Two,
1: right.
0: I'm not stopping my podcast. You're you're, you're yeah. nuts. You are crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then it was and the big thing it came down to where they were like, We cover two counties and four thousand people a month. And I'm like, Well. I would be taking a step back because I am doing more than that. And if I were to do that, I would just have to create another me and do restart the journey all over again. Sure. It could get me there faster, but I'm going to lose a lot. If I do it, it was just like, you can't do it. Can't do it. It was like, and understand your struggle because it's like for two weeks, you're freaking out. You're like, you just have that feeling in your stomach. You're just like, I can't eat. I can't, I don't know what I want to do. I, I it's yep. a great opportunity. You don't know what you, and it's just, but once you decline, which like you said, you're going to decline this, you're just going to go, whoo, It's yeah, just like,
1: absolutely. you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly, no, there's so much truth in that. And like, kudos to you for, you know, but that's, You know, again, like when you're an artist, you know, or a creative personality like you are, when you've done something, you've worked so hard and you see, seen something come from the ground up. Like I remember when my Instagram had 800 followers, you know, and now I have, you know, (laughs) over 25,000 and it, but it didn't happen overnight. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of grind and, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. Like I've worked really, really hard for it. And, you know, I've seen you know, when I didn't have a song, and then I released my first single, like, when you have those moments like that, you don't want to take a step back. Like, I've had people be like, oh, you're not this, or you're not this, you're not that. And I'm like, well, cool. Like, I'm not for you. Like, that's cool. But I'm not gonna change completely change what I'm doing. Just because you want it this way, go find an artist that wants to do it your way. Because I'll find a label or I'll find, you know, people that are down for what I'm doing. Like, I'm cool to change and like adapt and things like that. But There are some things I'm like, no, I'm not going to straighten my hair. I'm sorry. like My hair is the way it is. Like I was born this way, so I'm not going to change it to to be more marketable because I don't even know what that means. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) As we wind down here, I I got a couple of um, or a few of just question and answer, question and answer, kind of like a shoot off here. Okay, cool. One TV show you're going to watch to the day you die.
1: Ooh, man, Scandal.
0: What's one thing, one snack or one thing that you just have to indulge in you can't just have one
1: Peanut butter does that count:
0: I guess I've never had peanut butter, where I'm just like I gotta have more than one jar at the house.
1: Like I go through like like the big it's actually probably embarrassing, um like the giant jars of peanut butter. it's yeah, it's a really bad habit. I'm obsessed with peanut butter, yeah
0: and you're able to go to the bathroom correctly
1: like ice cream (laughs) yeah i seem to be fine
0: (laughs) (laughs) mine would be uh i I kind of rotate i of on the teeter-totter a little bit like now it's like the the gummies like a like a sour patch kids or oh yeah i go i'm just like are you kidding me like they're just like crack
1: right (laughs) one other thing i'll say is my favorite is goldfish goldfish are like Especially the rainbow ones. I don't know why they taste the same, but they're just more fun. But yeah, the little goldfish
0: crackers. (laughs) What's one movie that you consider? What's your favorite movie of all time?
1: Ooh, that's a hard question. Um, Up on the list would be A League of Their Own. Um, Ooh, I did not um, expect. Opposite.
0: I did not expect A League of Their Own. Yeah, I didn't. Oh my
1: gosh, I love. That's probably sexist of me to say, but I didn't think no, i I love that movie. That movie's brilliant. We' got Madonna and you know, we' well, got Rosie. One question it's, about that
0: movie Is there crying in baseball?
1: sir she's crying she's crying there's no crying there's in no baseball. crying
0: in baseball
1: and he's like i want you to treat these women just <laughs> how you would treat your mother and then i'm pretty sure i can't say the next line but i'm gonna say it anyway and
0: hopefully you can bleep it out you you say say whatever out you wind. want there's no there's okay. no language barrier whatever you want to say
1: Um, i love it when tom hanks is like did anybody ever tell you, you look like a little penis with a hat on and he's like that's it you're out of here you're out of here <laughs> and then you got rosie being like Yeah, that's it. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. Let's go. Like I
0: can. A very, but it's weird for me because I'm a giant. I've seen every Tom Hanks movie that he's ever came out with. We'll watch every one he comes out with in the future. That's not one of my top top. As good as it is, it's not one of my top top. Hank Tom, try saying that ten times fast. Top Tom (laughs) Hanks. It's it's great, but it's just like. I look at it as if, is it as good as Castaway or Forrest Gump? Is it, is it right there with it?
1: (laughs) I think it depends on your preference. Cause obviously Forrest Gump and Castaway are amazing movies, but those aren't my favorites, Right, right. but they're brilliant movies. So I think for me, I like a lot of feel good movies. Um, You know, like I I have, I'm very eclectic when it comes to movies. So like my top three, I would put like League of Their Own, Clueless and Back to the Future. I know that sounds crazy. Um, like very weird, but I love Back to the Future. I actually just wrote a song and referenced Back to the Future in it because that's how much I love it.
0: <laughs> Back to the Future is fantastic. I, oh I yeah, didn't, I didn't really care for the sequels that much. Um, they're two, never as good. Two was okay. Two was okay. This,
1: third you one's know, a bit of a stretch. But there
0: are anyway. there are exceptions for certain movie series where the the sequels are better than the originals.
1: Yeah, like um, Batman uh dark knight the second yeah. one's better dark knight than the
0: Rises. original yeah 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 like for me it would be like the plenty of the apes the newer ones oh yeah i think yeah. those
1: are fantastic like i think oh. those are
0: fantastic like they just get better when you just like they're supposed to be making a fourth one and i'm like don't make a fourth when it's been too long it's right. been too like
1: it's been too long and don't ruin a good thing like you know, but no, you're so true. Like, I was a huge, like, I was obsessed when the original Transformers movie came out. But Fantastic. then, like, the sequels, it's so good. And then the sequels came out, and you're just like, oh, man, I can't get uh, on board with this. And, and sometimes they just shouldn't remake movies. So, like, I'm a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Huge Nightmare on Elm Street yep. fan and um like, I remake the was
0: kind of office, like, with- it started off so
1: good it started off so good you know, and then after that it was just like you're like man they went way overboard with the cgi and then like some of the most iconic scenes they didn't even do like when johnny depp gets sucked into the bed and the blood just like squirts out yeah man they didn't even they didn't even attempt to do that scene
0: <laughs> you know they made a remake of i'm a big nerd like then teenage mutant ninja turtles they oh my the, God. the remakes of, of those. those the remakes with Mega Fox those yeah. are actually they surprised me with that because I was going yeah. in thinking, all right this is not going to be 1990s kicking butt turtles it's gonna it's it'll surprise you I know you're not a fan but like it it, it will sneak up and surprise you of like wow that was actually good.
1: Well, I've seen all the, I've seen them all, cause I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan as well. So I've, I've okay. seen all the, you know, original movies. So I'm, I'm super biased, and I like the original ones. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also, yeah, like I, I just, you know, Michael Bay. Um, I, am just, he's not my favorite director.
0: Yeah. So, now, yeah. now, let's let's go to the '90s Turtles. Um, yeah. I, I, I know we're taking a long time here, but <laughs> no,
1: that's cool,
0: that's cool, that's cool. Yeah. Let's go to the '90s Turtles, which. I think the TV series... I love the TV series. I can watch it. The The old cartoon, I can watch it from beginning to end.
1: Yeah.
0: For me, the best 90s Turtles movie has to be The Ooze.
1: Oh, yeah. That was, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Go Ninja, go Ninja, Well, I can go. just
0: remember... Yeah. I don't remember the other two as... Fr- well, I remember now because I've watched them since then. But when I... yeah, I remember... The toys, the the toys, the, the they were in the toy store. That that scene where they were, they were pushing the the mechanic, mo- uh, the clown. He was like, yeah, and he just goes back. I can remember it blankly. And I'm just like, this is a great freaking movie. Like it was just fantastic.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree. No, that one's that one's brilliant. The third one where they go back in time or whatever. Yeah, not so much. That's okay, uh, but. Yeah, but definitely the second one's great, and the first one's a classic. And my favorite um, Ninja Turtle's Mikey because he's just comic relief. He's just like yo, <laughs> Mikey and Roth, Actually, those are my two favorites, and they're complete opposite of each other.
0: I've always been a tra- uh, a- attached to Raphael for some for yeah. some some weird reason. I don't. I, I guess it's because I like red. <laughs> yeah, he's a
1: lovable hothead too, like you. are such a hothead, but like you still love him. He's a great but
0: character. He, he's yeah. the lead, like. I know he's not the. I don't really know who the leader of the Ninja Turtles is, honestly. But
1: it's uh, he, usually uh, Donatello Leo. is it? Donatello. Donatello's the nerdy one. It's Leo. It's Leo. Leonardo, the blue
0: one, yeah. the blue Ra- one. Yeah. Raphael takes the. He, he acts like he's the leader, and he's the leader. Yeah. I kind of think that's kind of okay. I get what you're coming from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I feel you on
0: what's so so what's a movie besides the League of the Role where you're just talking and they're like, Oh, I did not expect you to like that type of movie.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of surprise people a lot because I'm I'm like a <laughs> super, like I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd. Like I read all the okay. books and okay. I've seen all the movies, like so I many. Haven't like, either. Well, too. Yeah. Um, so I kind of catch people off guard a lot because I have a really wide range. I always say like it's the same thing with music, like. I don't limit myself to just like country and top four. Yeah, yeah. I, like good music is good music. Like I listen to rock. I'll listen to metal. Like I'll listen to you know classical. I will listen to you know country. I listen to R and B pop. Like good music is good music. And you can find good songs in pretty much any genre of music if you look hard enough. Not every song is for everybody, but that's the joy about you know music. I mean, Spotify gets forty thousand new songs a day, so there's plenty of music out there for people to listen to. Yeah, and that's kind of how I take it with movies.
0: The movie that surprises everyone when I tell them, that's my favorite movie, is like Meet the Parents.
1: Oh, that's a great movie, though.
0: For some reason, I don't know. I I don't know. I guess it's just the... And that's one of my favorite lines from a movie period is when, you know, they're talking and it goes, can you milk a a cat, Greg? Yeah, you can milk anything (laughs) with nipples. It was just like, "That's (laughs) that's the best... So, so, that's the next question. What is your favorite movie line of all time?
1: Uh, oh, man, these are like hard questions. I never actually think about this stuff. Um, okay, that's I'm the actually point. going to reference Clueless here because.
0: Never seen Clueless, it, but
1: okay. Clueless is brilliant. It's a brilliant movie. Alicia Silverstone just totally knocks that movie out of the park. And you got Stacey Dash in it. And um, there's a line where she's in. Um, she's like in a debate class and she's blonde and she's super rich and she's very ditzy like when she talks but she's talking um they're talking about um like making room for like uh like Hadians or something like that and she's like she's she just she goes on this whole speech and she's like you know when I think about the Hadians, I think about like my dad's like 50th Fiftieth birthday, and she just goes on this huge rant, and you're just like, "What is she talking about?" And she's like, "So it's like the government can just get into the kitchen, rearrange some things. So we can certainly party with the Haitians. And <laughs> I repeat that it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. Like she just goes on this huge rant, and you're just like, "You know what, share? Like that was totally like ridiculous, but..." Yes, we totally get your point. Like she's it's so ditzy, but she says some really brilliant things in the movie within her dizziness So um, I can definitely quote that whole movie as well.
0: You get one album to listen to for the rest of your life.
1: Um, can it be uh, like a live album or a number one hit? It could
0: be whatever you want. Uh, take number one hits off because I don't consider that an album.
1: Okay. Honest, live?
0: honest. Live works. Live. Works.
1: Okay, without a question, Witty Houston.
0: Okay, I can see
1: that. Um, yeah, but like she does this version of All the Man That I Need. That's my favorite song of hers. Um, okay. She does this version of All the Man That I Need live and she's doing it for the heroes. Like it's a hero's performance and when I tell you it is the most incredible thing, I know I'm super biased because I'm such a huge fan of hers and I, I do an entire show that's dedicated to her. So I'm obviously a little biased but it is so good, like her 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 pitch, her inflection, her performance, like the fact that she could just stand there and just sing and you were just so engaged, you know, like people would not take their eyes off of her like that's just she's amazing, and it, it, I've said this before. I mean, how many vocalists can turn the national anthem into a top twenty hit? like
0: <laughs> give me another one besides live and number one hits that works. I'm just trying to pick your brain a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, another one would be the crazy thing is I don't actually listen to a lot of albums anymore. Um, I listen to playlists. Um, I would say, re-
0: question huh? because not, that's the reason for this question because not a lot of people do. And it makes you think a little yeah, bit. Yeah
1: no, yeah this is actually it's making me think I haven't listened to an entire album in a really, really, really long time. Um, actually, I don't even know if I could I could do that because only the whole album that I always listen to on repeat is always Whitney. So I think I think that's gonna have to be my my only and only and final answer on that one.
0: Mine would be Continuum, John Mayer.
1: Oh yeah, without, that's great. Yeah,
0: without a doubt, without a doubt, yeah. he was the first person. I remember listening to him in my cousin's room. I remember when Your Body Is a Wonderland coming on. Yeah. And not not really knowing what it was but kind of like I I kind of like this a little bit, you know, because I grew up in a strict country music household because rap and rock all that was double music and
1: yeah.
0: And it was like what well, this is something different. It was like and then I heard Stop This Train and I was like this guy is like scared of the same thing I'm scared of. Like it was right. it was like, oh my god goodness. It oh, was like, awesome. I was like 10 years old. And I was like, never had this feeling before for, for a song or music and it's just like, oh.
1: <laughs> oh, that's really cool. I love that.
0: You get one song to sing. You're dying on the street and they're like, sing us a song, Ashley. What's one song you'll sing? That's going to make like, I, I, when I say this, I kind of picture myself as uh, like uh, Tom Phillips in Walk the Line where he's like, you get one song to sing.
1: <laughs> right. And, like, that's your last song. That's that the last sing.
0: song you get to sing.
1: Oh, man. One. One. Is it weird that it would be... Right now, it's a tie between oh. All the Men That I Need and Purple Rain.
0: That <sighs> couldn't be more no, no, it's No, it's not weird, but... If I were dying... I wouldn't be singing about all the men that I needed. I'd probably be singing more about Purple Rain, honestly.
1: Right, because that's what the that song is about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, those are my two favorite songs to perform. Like, if I'm yeah. like, just like going all in, because there's songs that you can really just let loose on. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely one of those. I'll, I'll probably like rock, paper, scissors it out. Like, how
0: great yeah. would it, how great would it be if you just get hit by a bus the same day as a big giant thunderstorm, and then you start singing right. "Purple Rain"? That'd be fantastic. That'd be like,
1: purple rain, I'm like, purple man. Rain. yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Last couple of questions here. We'll get you off here. Um, what is one question? You always get, I know you said you never know what to expect, but they're always going to ask this one question.
1: Uh, Like right now, recently, I always get, when did you start listening to country music? Like when did you fall in love with country music? Like as if there's no other genre of music that's out there. (laughs) Uh, That is the one question I always get in every interview. What's the answer? Um, I started listening to country music when I was like in middle school. Uh and I fell in love with like Leanne Rhymes and Faith Hill and uh Shania Twain. And uh that's when you know, high school was Tim McGraw, like everything was Tim McGraw in high school. Um so that's when I like I grew up listening to what my parents listened to, which was like the spinners and Earth Wind and Fire and um the Supremes and all that kind of stuff. And so it wasn't until you know I was with older kids and like hanging out with kids that were around my age that I started to discover music outside of just what was on the radio you know, that my brother and sister listen to. So, yeah.
0: What's one question or one topic? I know we covered a lot, but what's one question or one topic that you never get to talk about? And you're just like, I wish this one interviewer, this one podcaster, would ask me about this question or this topic.
1: Um, actually, I, I feel terrible. Cause I actually don't know. I feel like, um, I've been pretty lucky recently in my interviews to have people have a wide range of topics. Like today I've really enjoyed not talking a lot of music and just talking, uh, which is really cool. Cause, cause sometimes a lot of the interviews are just strictly music related that you don't yeah, get to
0: and, see past. The and person, I right? hate those. And I hate yeah. those because it's like, obviously if the fans are going to listen to the episode, then they know your story inside and out. And you yes. know, the, like it's, You know the answers are coming. You already know what they're going to be. You can recite them. It's like somebody that wrote a book and they have to read it thirty times. They're going to know the chapter by heart, every word. Yeah. So exactly. I, I like. I used to do it that way. I used to be. I'm just going to strict life, listen, and you know everything. But then I realized I was like, you know, it's easier for me. Less. I'm. I'm always prepared. Always. Always have a list of notes in case something goes wrong never questions, but I'm always like, it's easier for me to just chat and talk because I like to talk and I don't really want to hear the person if I've already listened to their interviews doing research. I don't want to hear the same things I've heard before.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I would say that every now and then, if it's like super, super music related, I'll be like, but like, I like movies and I like, you know, to go, uh, you know, I like to go see musicals and I like to go this and I like to go to the gym and I like to do, I like, there's other things that I like to do besides just, you know, singing. And so it's nice, like, to get to talk about those sometimes. Yeah.
0: Do people ever say, look at that hair. What are we going to do with that hair?
1: Oh, all the time. All the time. (laughs) Recently, people are like, oh, you got to do something about that hair. I was just doing a live stream the other day and it wasn't for my normal demographic, Um, it still went amazing. And, uh, you know, one of the comments when I went back and rewatched it were like, is her hair alive or something? Like, just people say really stupid things. And, um, I just, I just laugh and just be like, ah, you know, for some people it's, it's a statement, but, um, well, well, I, I would,
0: I would look at it this way. That's like people that have a gap in their teeth. I'm pretty, that makes them who they are. Like Michael Strahan or something like that. He's known for the for the gap in his teeth. I, I mean, honestly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like my hair is a statement and it is undeniable. My brand, like my new logo and my new merchandise that's coming out. It's awesome. And it is undeniable that it's my brand. Um. And so I, you know, my hair, I'm, my hair is natural. And like, it's always been curly and it's always been an Afro, but like I braided the sides one day because I was like, I want something different. Can. And I went to my hairstylist. I was like, can we do like a, like a mohawk but with like natural hair in the center and she's like yeah sure and i did it and it got the response was just stupid and so i was like well damn i was like this is gonna be my hairstyle and then um you know as over time you know it got bigger and bigger and now it's just like a massive statement and you know most most people are like your hair is the coolest thing i've ever seen like awesome like people stop dead in their tracks they take photos Like I can't go anywhere without my hair getting commented on literally nowhere.
0: Do you feel bad when you wear your own merchandise out in public?
1: No, not at all. (laughs) I'm representing the brand. Well, I feel bad.
0: I feel bad because I'm wearing a podcast shirt and I'm like trying to keep it down. But here's my, here's, here's what I do. Here's what I do. I have one regular shirt that I would wear like to town and stuff. And I always just get like a shirt that's like two sizes bigger. That's just to lay around the house and do whatever we're in. And
1: yeah. that's
0: just what it was today. And I was like, you know what? I don't really feel like changing. So why not?
1: No, it's totally <laughs> cool. I'm all for it. Like represent that brand, support it. Come on.
0: <laughs> so your new song is what I was asked to promote. I know we hadn't promoted it, it the whole hour <laughs> and a half, <laughs> but.
1: That's okay. Away. We're getting there now.
0: Yeah. Bam said, promote Current project, (laughs) fight with you. So, uh, fight with you is a song about people making fun of your hair, and you're saying you're gonna fight them. No,
1: Uh, fight with you is about um, it's about like you're ride or die. It's about a relationship where um, you would rather fight with this person than be with anybody else. You're not only not only do you want to be with them, but you choose to be them, regardless of the good and bad. So, like, you know, there's really cool lines in there, like, broken glass on the floorboard, like, dumped your shirts out the top drawer, like, so obviously things are getting a little cray-cray, but at the end of the day, you know, there's nobody else you'd rather be with, and that's what that song is, because, you know, especially in country, there's a lot of breakup songs, and I actually don't have a lot of breakup songs. Out of the ten songs that we've cut so far, only two of them are breakup songs. Um, And that's what I love about fight with you is it's got like a cooler message of, you know, sticking, you know, with that person that you want to be with. I mean, of course, if it's like toxic and, you know, like crazy, crazy, that's a different story. But it's just about being like, nah, like there's nobody else I'd rather be with than you. And so that's what fight with you is about. And it's super catchy. And one of the things I love about this song and the way Jamie Tate, my producer, the way he produced it is we focus a lot of we focus a lot on inflection. And um, you know, cuz a lot of songs nowadays people be like I got to hit all these crazy notes and I got to do this and do that and trust me I can hit those notes and I have songs where I do hit them but it's nice not to have to rely on those notes to sell a song it's nice to just rely on the melody and the production and and the vocal delivery of the lines to sell the song and that's what I really love about fight with you is it's it's just It's got as great laid back, modern, but still kind of got like a throwback feel to it. And it's just, it's, I love it. And we use all live musicians, all live everything. So I'm really, really proud of this song. It's really great.
0: Well, look, guys, I hate to break up the great conversation, but I know you got to get off here and we all got things to do. So um, (laughs) go ahead and give out all your um, social medias and anything you want to promote. Take as much time as you need to.
1: Absolutely. Um, for all you guys that are listening, thank you guys so much for um, listening uh, with me and Dylan tonight. I uh, really, really appreciate it. And um, you guys can find me anywhere with Ashley Amber, but I spell my name differently. So just make sure you spell it correctly. So Ashley is spelled A-S-H-L-I-E Amber.com. Or you can find me on Facebook. Um, Instagram and TikTok at Ashley Amber Official. Again, that's A S H L I E Amber Official. And then you can find me on Twitter and YouTube by just my name, Ashley Amber, A-S-H-L-I-E, and everything on Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, um, anywhere, any streaming service, just type in Ashley Amber, A-S-H-L-I-E, Amber, and look for the hair. <laughs> you guys can't see me right now, but look for a massive, massive Mohawk, and you know it's me. So that's where you guys can find me.
0: All that, all our social medias will be down in the episode notes. Uh, so if you didn't hear, you can go down there and find it. So if you're listening on YouTube, you're not going to hear this, but if you're listening on the podcast, I'm playing your song right after we get done with this interview. So, awesome. uh People go stream it. Uh Download it. What I, I don't really say download anymore because I stream music and I don't want to lie. So go stream it. <laughs>
1: yeah, go stream it. Go we stream still get it. we still get a percentage of every stream. So point oh oh
0: oh 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 one percent. But yeah, we right. still.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, that 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 pays for the next single release. <laughs> sure.
0: Long time, but it it it, it it'll pay for it, it. You
1: know, it, it takes like ten years, but you know we'll get there eventually. Like, don't even worry.
0: <laughs> All right, Ashley, I appreciate you joining me. Hopefully, we can do this again soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You've been awesome. Have a great night.
0: You too. Bye.
1: All right. Thanks. Bye.